the West Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Willie. I'm Tim. Today we're not going to do a summer movie wager update because it's the final week before results will come out. This, wanna, is, this is ridiculous. I'm going to leave you in uh, mystery as to what the top ten could be, even though it's probably going to be the same as it was last week. If you can see the sultriness in Alex's eyes, <laughs> I'll leave you in mystery. <laughs> could you hear so, it? Could you hear it? No summer movie wager update, but we are going to do a summer movie wrap-up where we talk about some of our favorite and least favorite films of the summer and all kinds of stuff like that. And then finally, we're going to be reviewing Kevin Smith's Tusk. Yes. Yeah, we're going to review it. We are. (laughs) As always, you can find all of our previous episodes and full show notes for every episode and some bonus episodes at MidwestFilmNerds.com. You can write us some feedback to feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com as well. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at MFN Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Midwest Film Nerds Podcast, or leave us a voicemail, 248-7335-636, which also spells out 248-7335-MFN. See what I, we did there? I did that backwards. <laughs> but, after all that good stuff, it's time to jump into our summer movie wrap-up. So, Willie, talk about some of your favorite movies of the summer, talk about what you didn't like about summer movies this year, that kind of thing. Okay. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good crop this summer overall. Yeah. Um, I went into this summer kind of, I think everybody's been anticipating 2015 because that's got so many huge releases, but, uh, this was really kind of a, like a sleeper summer. I, it was nice. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to count Captain America, even though it wasn't technically on the summer movie wager. Because, yeah, that's fine. But I, it kind of kicked off the summer. It was that yeah, May I, release I that really kind of, yeah. it really kind of kicks off things. And what a way to kick it off. Great movie. Loved Absolutely. It. Um, I enjoyed Godzilla quite a bit. I was pleasantly surprised by X-Men. Um, uh, you know, I don't know. It was weird because it was a nice mixture of things that I was super excited for that I was not let down by. They exceeded my expectations. And things that were some smaller movies, movies like Snowpiercer. And so I was looking forward mm-hmm. to that. But, like, that was one that way exceeded my expectations. Um, or movies like... Uh, like um, uh, X-Men, where I was like... Eh, That's the thing. I think this movie yeah. was filled with... Or this year was filled with a lot of movies that are kind of like... I'm not certain how this one's going to play out. And a lot yeah. of them ended up playing out quite really nicely. well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I think the biggest example, and this certainly would be, for this summer, my, my um, biggest surprise uh, movie would be Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Um, which I thought, I mean, the trailers were terrible. I thought... Wait, I mean, um, you mean Live, Die, Repeat? Yeah, whatever. Live, <laughs> Pray, Die. Called now. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they changed it again. It's, it's Live... Live, die, repeat, colon, edge of tomorrow now. Yeah. That's the actual official title. Well, they got the colon part, right? Yeah, That's they good. got the colon. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, that was that was probably the biggest surprise for me this summer. Um, my favorite movie of the summer, if we don't count Cap, would be probably be Guardians. Yeah. Yeah. But it has some fierce competition. It really it does. does. I mean, God, yes. Apes, too. Apes was fantastic as well. I still, I haven't gotten to see that. Oh, man. It just, it's been a... It, it was, what? It was a, I know, right? Oh, no. I was incredibly <laughs> excited for that movie, and I didn't get to see it. You should let me know, because I want to see it again. Okay. But I don't think it's... Probably okay. not. We'll talk, we'll discuss that. Yeah, Maybe Dollar Show or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was a really a cool summer um, for movies, especially sci-fi movies. Um... I, I can't call Transformers a disappointment because I really wasn't that looking forward to it that yeah. much. 
Um, but I would say that uh, Spider-Man 2 was a, was a bit of a letdown. Yeah. And by bit, I mean, like, a big letdown. Because I actually really, would, like, enjoyed the first one. I was pleasantly surprised by it. And this one just missed the mark for me. It's it's the worst comic book movie of the summer. And I still haven't seen Sin City. So <laughs> I'm still going to call it the worst. Um, Sin City doesn't count as a movie. Or it's, a comic book movie. It's, it's the worst superhero movie of the summer. So, um, I don't I, You know, performances... I, Tim Tim was saying he wanted to talk about some performances. I do too. I, yeah. There's some good ones this year. Some big surprises. Um, Dave Batista got to throw it out there for my boy Dave. Yes. Wow. What this a surprise! The destroyer. From I'm glad Guardians. you mentioned it because I didn't even think of it. What yeah. a gem, right? Yeah. I mean, I think we were all nervous. We talked about it on the show before, back when he first got announced, when Momoa was not on, blah blah blah. But man, he pulled through, and I'm very excited to see more Dave Batista. Yeah. As Drax, and hopefully in other things too. Kickboxer remake. Heck yeah. I'm yeah. down. I'm ready to go. Yeah. He's playing the Bolo Young character, yes. right? Good. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Can't wait. Um, other performances I really enjoyed. Chris Pratt in 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 Guardians as well was fantastic. Yeah. I know basically everybody in that, but Dave was the was the one. Um, I really enjoyed Ken Watanabe in uh, Godzilla. He was yeah. my most unintentionally funny performance <laughs> of, of the summer. He was hilarious because he just stares at everything <laughs> with mouth agape, and I love it. And says the same thing in every scene, basically. Yes, yes. <laughs> he, he's great in that movie, yes. yeah, yeah, He really is. Um, uh, you know, I, I, uh, Andy Serkis. I mean, Andy Serkis and uh, Toby Kevill. Amazing. Like, super, super good. In Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, as Caesar and Koba. Like, I knew going in that Circus was going to deliver. He did in the first film, but he managed to outdo himself in this one. Um, And then Toby Kebbell, whoa, wow, what a beast. Like, this guy's awesome. And he might be the only reason I'd even consider going to see Fantastic Four. (laughs) Just to see what he does with Doctor Doom. I won't go see it, but... um, (laughs) You're going to go see it. I'm going to go see it. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, Toby Kebbell, great. Like, super, super cool, uh, sympathetic villain character. And I really... Seriously, needs an Oscar nomination, both those guys. Um... I want to say some of my scenes that I enjoyed a little bit. I'll try to keep it light on spoilers if I yep. can. Um, back to Captain America, Cap taking down the Quinjet. Mm-hmm. That is ultimate fan excitement for me. Uh, I, I had an erection. <laughs> I, 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 and and it's, it's a scene that I, I have the Blu-ray now, and I watch the, the movie at the store all the time because it's, it's the newest one. And I, every time that scene is on, I have to stop like working and look at it because it's just beautiful. As soon as he gets in that elevator, everything afterwards, I'm like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> other scenes I enjoyed from the summer: the opening Sentinel fight from X Men: Days of Future Past, where like yeah. some things go down and there's some shocking things that have like super. Actually, both the Sentinel fights are good. I like the opening one better though because it just sets the tone like open. Yeah. The shit's hitting the fan in this movie. Um, Dawn, of the, or, uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, uh, there is a bit of a nerve-wracking moment where a character, perhaps their their fate is left in question, and it emotionally wrecked me. Uh, yeah. It, it was it was rough. Right. I, I don't want to say too much, but it was, <laughs> it, there, I, there was a character that I bonded with quite a bit, and I was very nervous. Um, yeah. And then uh, Godzilla... My favorite moment of the summer, I think, in any movie was Godzilla grabbing the jaw of Monster and... and Unleashing. Unleashing Atomic Breath. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I spoiled the hell out of that one. That's but fine. Godzilla beats the monster. It's on DVD, yeah. Yeah, right. so, so suck it up, haters. Yeah. Um, 
But no, God, seriously, Godzilla melting that thing's head off is the coolest thing I saw all yeah. summer. And this has been a great summer, so. Yeah, you know, I... Oh, and, oh, Snow, Snowpiercer, I wanted to mention. The uh, the scene when they are actually they start to storm through the, the cars, and it's kind of shot with uh, strobes and stuff. Yep. It's super cool, super yeah. effective. That was a good one. And then, of course, all of Tusk. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's a fall movie. And we fell for it, let me tell you that. <laughs> Tim, how, yeah. was, how was your summer movie season? I really enjoyed myself this summer. It's good. Yes. And I would like to talk about my time. I ranked them. Right. I said, enough of this. Enough of just throwing movies out there. <laughs> We're getting a list. People love it. All right. So this was actually kind of tough. Um, I had Dawn of the Planet of the Apes as my number one. Number two, I had Guardians. Number three, I had 22 Jump Street. Number four, I had Snowpiercer. And number five, I had Godzilla. Those were the ones that stuck with me the most. And there were other, like, my biggest surprise was also Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And I debate, like, that was right behind Godzilla for me. Okay, yeah. So I debated that, and um, Transformers 4, I didn't see, so maybe my list is invalid. Yeah, sure yeah, that calls into question your top five for sure. <laughs> but Alex, you got to see Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I know, absolutely. <laughs> I am very disappointed in myself. It's, right. I, I'm, it sucks. I will say, Guardians is the only one I saw twice. I saw it twice in one weekend. Yeah, just that's awesome. Like it, it made me really happy. But I, for, for some reason, Dawn just stuck with me. I mean, it's just so awesome. Oh, it's fantastic. Everything a sequel should do that movie does. Yeah. Yep, same thing with 22 Jump Street. Yeah, very true. Beautiful movie that I think gets for... Like, 22 Jump Street is one of those things that was just so good that I think people have kind of forgotten about it. Yeah. Like, they're, they take it for granted, granted yep. how good it was. Yeah. But, like, it's amazing, so... <laughs> it is. Um, I do have some performances I want to talk about. Um... Toby Kebbell as Koba was, like, my favorite. I actually liked him more, his performance more in Andy Serkis, and he, I think he probably gets more to play with in it than yeah. this one. But he's amazing in that movie. Like, Koba's so awesome. Chris, Alvin, Chris Evans in Snowpiercer and Tilda Swinton in Snowpiercer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tilda Swinton is the biggest performance of the summer by far. I think Tilda Swinton's teeth are the biggest performance. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. It's, yeah, it's a monster <laughs> performance. Um, yeah, Evan's, Evan's performance is really, really, Evan, really good. Evan's is really good in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Emily Blunt in Edge of Tomorrow. Emily Blunt's really good in that, yep. Edge of Tomorrow. Um, she kind of, she plays the badass in that, and yep. she pulls it off way better than... Most people. Oh, totally. Yeah. And I don't think any of us would have, like, really expected that. She was awesome in Looper, too, but even, yeah. like, this takes even further than that. To, yes. Yeah. And then the last one I want to talk about, and I'm serious, is Antonio Banderas at Expendables 3. <laughs> he's great. He's amazing in yeah. that movie. Like, yeah. he's so funny in that movie. It's a, it's a really funny performance. My biggest letdown, and I'm going to get kicked off the podcast because I only think this is a pretty good movie. <sighs> Captain America. Oh, no. Fire. Let me... I wasn't on this episode. Leave. I only saw it the one time. Let me tell you why I only think this is a pretty good movie. Okay. (laughs) If you're going to make a paranoid political thriller, you have to have some shades of gray. This movie, it says it does, and then it Mm. kind of pusses out because all of the good characters stay good and all the bad characters stay bad. There's no balls to this movie. Interesting. I and the action. I don't know. It's really flat. I thought it was really flatly shot. And, uh, yeah. I. But I liked it. I want to say that. Okay. That I'm makes s- me sad. I'm sorry. You're dropping some bombs. Like it's I know. it's a middle of the road Marvel movie for me, and I feel bad about it. And I and I just don't feel the need to rewatch it either. So that's kinda, fair. I'm kind of bummed fair. about it, but not really. So suck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't really 
care. Um, <laughs> That's right. You and me. You and me have our Godzilla love, so we can. We can. We'll always have that, Tim. Um, yes, we will. Uh, <laughs> yes, we will. Um, my award, the I, it's the Transformers Four Award for worst movie of the summer is Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> you can't put Transformers Four there because it's its own. It's his own thing. It's so <laughs> shitty. <laughs> the honorary Transformers <laughs> 4 goes to... I didn't see it. Um, I'm never going to see it. You did see Mason Spider-Man 2, though, didn't you? I saw I Did I see it? And I want to see it again. I will watch that before I watch Captain America. That's how sick of a human being I am. <laughs> That's messed up. Did you ever right? buy the Jamie Foxx uh, uh, severed head? The blue severed head? Yeah. <laughs> that it's been frozen? No, I didn't. Uh, I haven't yet. seen it. I Have they put it out anywhere? I don't know. Oh. But Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> <laughs> We're all gonna pitch it. <laughs> Can you imagine? He hates this movie. <laughs> what kind of human being? Um, if you're listening, let us know. Take a picture. Send it in. <laughs> no, if you're listening, send seriously. Send us a, a copy of this so we can put it in Tim's room. That's true. That's uh, we, true. we would take multiple Jimmy Fox heads. Actually, yep. yeah. They don't even need the discs in them. Just no, send us the just, cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously. So yeah. Um, that was the worst movie because it's uh, really bad, and that's that's my criteria that's, for that worst is, movie. Is it's really, really bad. That's pretty fair criteria. Like I don't even think like with Cap, I, I just thought it was a letdown for me personally. With this, I'm just like, no, this is a bad movie. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, my favorite moments, and I will stay away from spoilers, Alex. All right. But there's a moment with Koba. Uh, I'm not. I can't even do it. Okay. Arnold and Jet Li embracing at oh. the end of it. <laughs> it's on all three. Oh. And then have what does he say to? We don't need a room. We don't need a room. <laughs> it's amazing. What a uh, what a time to be alive. Oh. <laughs> um, Emily Blunt doing yoga. Oh my god! Over and over, and it, over, over and over again. I don't mean this as a perv or anything. I do. Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's 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 a really cool shot, and they show it over and over and over, and I I, I enjoyed it. Never gets old. No. Um, this is a really, really good scene from a really shitty movie, and it's the... And I love the scene. It's the turtles in the elevator in Ninja Turtles, yeah. the movie. Like, yeah. that's the one movie, and or that's the one part of that movie that stuck with me, and I still... It reminded me why I loved them so much. Yeah. So, that one... I had another... Oh! My favorite Godzilla moment is at the end, um, after the big fight... Godzilla just kind of passes out. He's amazing. Godzilla's my favorite. He might be uh, him or Koba. I don't know what stuff. Or um, um, any circuses. Caesar. Ah, yeah. um, they are my, they're like my favorite characters this summer. <laughs> and, but Godzilla's amazing because he's just kind of lazy and fat. And he's American. Like, he's a, everything an American Godzilla should be. <laughs> and he's awesome. And he just gets done with his fight. He's just like, I'm taking that here, bro. Like, <laughs> I've seen I've seen you do that in my living room. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you do that exact same thing, just on a very smaller scale. But, you know, like the beer cans are the buildings. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they yeah. tumble yeah. over. Yes. Like, Willie, you're not getting me out of here tonight. <laughs> Check back in the alarm. Tim just really, really identifies. He, he relates. <laughs> he does. And my final, and this is my absolute favorite moment of the summer and it's a little moment but it's the title card of Guardians when um, Come and Get Your Love is playing and Star-Lord is dancing underneath the title card and yeah. I just went oh my god I love this movie already yeah. so that that was my favorite moment of the summer alright yeah I I think uh, we risked the 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 uh, we, I think feel like we may just end up all saying the same things but I loved Guardians it was fantastic K 
Captain America 2 I thought was great. I'm not Tim because I'm not a terrorist. <laughs> and, uh, I don't oh. hail Hydra. Oh, don't, so. I mean, th- that's the other thing. At the end, they're like, you need us to stop these people. Who? Terrorists? No, we need you to stop super villains, Black Widow. Don't you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stupid moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair. Um, oh, man. Yeah, I really loved Blended, starring Adam Did you see it? I didn't oh. see it. I heard Terry um, Crews is good. Well, Terry Crews is always so. good. No, uh, I'll try and point to things that kind of, you know, I really liked Boyhood. Boyhood was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't hit me as hard as I thought it would, but I still enjoyed it quite a bit. I absolutely adored They Came Together. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just phenomenal. Yeah. It's not really a summer movie, but it did come out this summer, so I wanted to talk about it here. Um, and in the same vein, the one I love also was a very, very cool movie for me as well. But, um, no, one of my biggest disappointments I'm going to pull from a little bit earlier than summer, but still after Captain America was probably Transcendence. Mm. Like, oh, I, wanted, I wanted that movie to be good oh, and it goodness. was just utter trash. Yeah, and, that's, and that's, ooh. it was really, really oh, sad. Oh, I forgot about that movie completely. Yeah, uh, me too, for the most part. Thanks but, a lot, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that was that was really really stupid. A million ways to die in the West was it was pretty pretty dumb. And I think uh, Seth MacFarlane should just stop making movies if they're just going to be Family Guy in real life. Okay. okay. Um, but I think it's funny because I'd like to see somebody else use him in their movies as an actor. I think he could actually be somebody worth watching when he's not point. Seth MacFarlane. When he's himself. yeah, when he when he doesn't have complete control over okay. over everything that's going on, I think that would be great. Um, I can't really say that Spider-Man 2 was a disappointment, because I think by the time it came out, I was like, this movie's not going to be very good. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, it's sad, because I did walk out of the first one, I absolutely said, I'm excited for the second one, because it's going to be, it's got a great cast, and they don't have to tell the origin story exactly the same way again, so I'm excited to see something new. And then they're like, oh hey, here's the villain that you really don't care about, plus the Green Goblin again. Check this all out. Oh, here's here's the rhino for two seconds, and that's probably the best scene in the movie at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, none of it, it's all, that movie was really disappointing. Yeah. I forgot to mention Dane DeHaan on my best performance. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Parker? <laughs> what, 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 Parker? Gwen Stacy? <laughs> What's um, going on, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> we should interview Dane DeHaan. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe some other time we can interview Dane DeHaan. <laughs> Um, I love to be on the show. <laughs> Ninja Turtles was disappointing, and and Let's Be Cops was also disappointing for me. I wanted that to be way better than it was, sadly, but but it did not deliver. Uh, in terms of performances, there's a lot of performances that were really beautiful. Absolutely, Dave Bautista, just in saying "Behold," the way that he oh says my that. god, that's the best line. In the whole that's movie. absolutely beautiful. Um, <laughs> Like, in basically everybody in Guardians, they have some shining moments that I'm like, this is fantastic. And well, there's a real chemistry with that cast. Yeah. That's, the, that's the thing. is You can't just throw a bunch of actors together. and I, I, They have better chemistry than the Avengers actors, I think. I, I, I mean, So far. Yeah. From, from judging the two movies yeah. side by side, I'd say that those... They're not because they're not like too big for like they're they're definitely a group that bonded together. You can they tell were, they yeah. were making something together. The Avengers all kind of came up on their own. Yeah, which but, yeah, it works. So. Um, <sighs> Merle from Walking Dead. What's Yandu. his name? Yandu, but what's his real oh, name? Oh, Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Yeah, Michael. Star Mar- 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 Yeah, Star Mar- 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 Michael Rooker was 
fantastic as Yandu. Yeah. Yandu is so good. He's just so... And uh, Michael Rooker embodies everything that that character is, and it's just so great. It's yeah. fantastic. So, Guardians is amazing. Uh, Transformers 4 is horrible. <laughs> That's your summary for the summer. How was John Goodman in Transformers 4? I, I, don't, I don't know. He was I in can't it? Oh, yeah, he was in it. I can't tell you which one he was, because... <laughs> He was probably the fat Transformer, right? Yeah, he had a robot yeah. beard. Yeah, like he, a, he smoked like a bullet casing beard. cigar for like, some oh, reason. What? Ken Watanabe was like a... He was a samurai Transformer. He was a samurai Transformer. <laughs> and I don't know. I knew that. Their, I don't know any of their names. I knew that. I don't know. Fight. <laughs> what, yeah, one of them was Watanabe. It just doesn't... I don't... Anyway, let's not get into that. Now it's time to head into our full review of Kevin Smith's Tusk, starring Justin Long, Michael Parks... Haley Joel Osment. Yes. Yeah. What a glorious return to this one. Right, yeah. Uh, synopsis on IMDb says, When podcaster... Hey, podcaster. That's weird. This is that's too crazy. Home, guys. When podcaster Wallace Brighton goes missing in the backwoods of Manitoba while interviewing a mysterious seafarer named Howard Howe, his best friend Teddy and girlfriend Allison team up with an ex-cop to look for him. So, uh, I would like to stick to spoiler, non-spoiler, non-spoiler, spoiler section. Okay. Um, I think we should real quick go around and say how we feel about Kevin Smith and his movies. Good idea. At least as of right now. Willie, Kevin Smith? I like Kevin Smith. Yeah? I don't know him. I'm sure he's a nice guy. Okay. I feel like I know him. Yeah. He, he's, he sends... He He puts himself out there. (laughs) Quite a bit, actually, to the point of, like, stop. (laughs) Um, no, I like his movies. I, I, have enjoyed most of his movies. I think, I think there's a bit of a, I don't know, some sort of midlife crisis going on right now, maybe. Cause he's kind of, he's, I think he's trying to find himself again. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I like the guy. He's a nerd. He, he's, he's outspoken about it, which is kind of cool. It's nice to see a, a guy who clearly loves, you know, comic books and pop culture and all that, who's been able to be so successful, especially after something like Clerks, but he, sometimes he's a little out there for me. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so. All right, Tim. Kevin Smith. <clears throat> oh, boy. Um, Kevin Smith is weird, because Kevin Smith is one of the first, like, when I was younger, he's one of the first, like, filmmakers I ever, like, latched onto. Yeah. And, and part of it was because he was making movies that high schoolers found funny. Mm-hmm. And um, since then... Probably, I, I, I've grown, I don't know, I still follow him, I still watch every movie he puts out there, because he is a, he does have his own voice, and he still does, I, I just, will get into it, yeah. um, but I love, I think Chasing Amy is his best movie, okay. and then, but my favorite is Mallrats, just because it's the type of movie that only someone, like, who has, who's kind of immature, and like, they just give him a bunch of money. And to, to make like a, like a stoner sex comedy, yeah. would make because it's so just who gives a shit. Yeah. Like, and I love that about it, and it's probably my favorite of his movies. Since though he since Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, I don't know if I have liked a movie of his without major reservations, and I've hated a couple of them. Like I hate Cop Out and Red State. I think they're awful, and I like Jersey Girl quite a bit. Clerks yeah. too. Eh, Zach and Mary, eh. Um, I think that's all he's made. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I still follow him. I still think he has a knack for certain things and doesn't have a knack for other things. And the other things seem to be winning right now. Okay. 
the light does not seem to be winning, like True <laughs> Detective would say. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've seen maybe a total of four Kevin Smith movies. I've seen Mallrats and Clerks and Zack and Mary and Tusk. Um, <laughs> weird, it's an man. interesting mix. Yeah, I was supposed to go through a bit of a Kevin Smith education uh, in the past couple of years, but it never really took hold. And I, you know, I, I I haven't loved any of the movies that I've seen, but I haven't hated any of them really. Um, we'll talk about Tusk, but it's I've heard that I'll enjoy Chasing Amy quite a bit, uh, but that has yet to be seen. So. You know, I, there, there's something... I absolutely respect the man for making Clerks. He made Clerks on, like, 12 credit cards and put it out there and did well. And he's got a career out of it now. A big enough career that he can talk about a story on a podcast about a movie that he wants to make and then go and make that movie and have it come out in theaters. Mm. I respect a man for being able to do that. That's oh, yeah. fantastic and it's it's great. But we'll get into my reservations on, on, on that. And all that shortly. So, Tusk. Willie, how'd you feel about Tusk? Oh, man. (laughs) You know, Tusk is a lot like Red State for me. Um, I love... I actually kind of love when things are going right. Um, I love when he's edging closer to the horror genre. I think that... I think that when he when he's like I think that actually some of his horror stuff like the first, like the opening thirty minutes of Red State and then like sections of this mostly in the beginning actually are pretty effective. Um, he's good at building a creepy mood. I think um, he's good at making you feel uneasy. Uh, at least I did while watching this. Certainly earlier on when Justin Long meets Michael Park's character and you're kind of like you know that bad things are coming. You don't know exactly what's coming. Um, but you feel kind of uncomfortable about, like, I, I, I could put myself in the shoes of that character being there and, like, thinking about, like, I'm just like, oh, God, like, I, this is not good. Yeah. Please leave this house. Um, and so he's good at that. But then he, I don't, it's weird because both these mo- both those movies just devolve into, like, just this mess. Mm-hmm. And, and there's scenes that literally, I mean, grind the movie to a screeching halt. <laughs> like, I mean, like, scenes that just totally rip you right out of the movie completely to, c- completely like 100% different like different from everything that's come before it tonally um 100% different from the stuff that's come before it from an aspect of believability I, like like it, it feels like it's coming from a different universe mm-hmm. a different genre like a view as a different universe. filmmaker <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> i mean honestly though this this movie they could have had like they could have like had you know, Michael Rooker's character from Mallrats, like, paratrooper into the woods of Canada and drop down and just become part of the movie, and it would make as much sense as some of the stuff that happens, like, later on in the movie. Yeah. It just, it's... it's Michael Rooker, the walrus hunter? Yeah, oh my, oh my god. <laughs> Michael Rooker, walrus hunter. Uh, I would Alex. watch that reality show. Um, Send that to Kevin Smith. He'll do it. Yeah. He'll, he'll make it. He's made movies about dumber things than that. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, keep going. No, uh... It, it there, God, he could do so much with the horror genre. I feel like I feel like he's really got a knack for it, and I don't think he's giving himself enough credit. Like from from a horror filmmaking standpoint, I feel like he could go there. And I understand that part of Kevin Smith and part of his charm and part of what people love about him is his humor and his sense of 
of uh, but I mean clearly guys trying to go through a bit of a career reinvention so like just fucking go for it like you don't have to throw in joke nothing's funny like like the attempts at being funny in this movie only come during the horror parts during the black comedy parts yeah. the attempts to just be straight funny fail so miserably and just just careen off the road so horribly that you you want to look away from it you just like it's it's painful to sit through some of the the humor in this movie it's rough it's really really hard and we'll get more into that it, i don't know i can't suggest this to anybody all right except for maybe like the most diehard of kevin smith's fans but even then it's not really like uh, i guess it doesn't, what, it doesn't feel much what kevin smith are you a fan of i don't know were you a fan of red state if you're a fan of red state you'll probably like tusk um, and, the, and the blind Kevin Smith fans, like the one, I'm just gonna see it and like it, I and say, "Oh, it's Kevin Smith." Yeah. Um, and, I, and I would suggest, it, I guess, to people that that like kind of, I think they'll like at least enough of it to worth worthy of a rental, like to like fans of uh, like Cronenberg body horror type stuff. I think they'll I think they'll dig some of the stuff that's going on here. But, but there's so many better movies. Dude, there are. There <laughs> are. There totally are. But did either of you guys sit through the credits or no? I did not. No. Okay. No, I lied. No, I got out of there. Did you see I know what happened. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you'll have to tell me because I don't know. No, it's just they, they actually play over the This whole movie is based on a section of one of his podcasts where mm-hmm. he's talking about it with Scott Mosier. He talks about making a movie and he describes the third act of the movie that you see. On the podcast. Oh, okay. And and, and you hear you hear clips of that podcast over the credits. Oh, really? So I'll I'll, I'll get into kind of why I wanted to bring that up. But so I don't know. You know, it's it's I, I there's no one like I can't think of a single person I'd like like text right now and say you have to seek this out. Um, but I think if you're looking for something just totally whacked out of its mind and has no idea what it is or what it wants to be, because sometimes you're in the mood for that. I at least I am. Then this is not a bad choice. No. It's, it's, you know, I don't know. It's a weird one. Yeah. It's a weird movie, guys. And there's... there's it's not a, weird in, I think, the way it's intended to be weird, either. Like, it's not... No, weird. no. I, moments hit that. Yeah. There's, there's... When the movie is doing... Is achieving what I think are its goals, what I can only assume are its goals, it achieves them pretty well. But when it doesn't, God does it not. <laughs> I mean, well... The awful, just it's it's like it's like having this beautiful ice cream sundae, with all these incredible ingredients thrown in, and I'm just ready to just just devour it and just I'm ready I'm ready for the ride. <laughs> and then somebody just like buried in the vanilla ice cream is a piece of shit, <laughs> like an actual piece of poop. You know, it just ruins everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, the poop might be small. It might be like a rabbit-sized poop. But Looks like right. somebody's really shit in your cereal. Thank you. Bong. Yeah. That's the J, J line. Oh. James nice. <laughs> So I don't know. I maybe we should have interviewed Jason Mewes. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah, that's I, that's all I got. I, uh, Tim, yeah, Tusk, no, okay, <laughs> no. Next, you know what? No, I like this better than Red State, and I liked it better than Cap Out. Interesting. I still didn't like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's <sighs> to be a good horror director or to make a good horror movie. I think you and. I think you have to have a handle on pacing a movie. Absolutely. And he cannot... And it's never been a strength of his. No. He's always been kind of lax in that. And it's okay when you're making kind of stoner comedy, mm-hmm. like, just lay that back are, that and let... kind of, like, going to be meander a little bit. Well, there's a good yeah. chance that your audience is falling asleep and will wait back up <laughs> soon anyway, so... Uh, but, but, I mean, it's a problem with... It's a, pro- it's a huge problem with dogma. 
and it's it's a problem with a couple of his other movies, and it's a giant problem here. The thing is, in those other movies, there's still jokes in them yeah. that are funny, so it keeps you going along. This, no. It's the best-looking Kevin Smith movie. I think it's, like Willie said, I think it's kind of creepy. There's a look, yeah. I think it's well shot. The problem is, uh, we'll get into that. Um, there are certain parts that are overlit, and it ruins everything. Hmm. Um, this is a movie... That would have been an awesome 30-minute Tales from the Crypt episode. And I mean that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It, it would, like, completely as is with everything intact, beginning and end, like the plot, perfect Tales from the Crypt episode. Because it reminds me of one of the old, like, yeah, the episodes or the comics because it's about a bad person. Yeah. Like, yeah. the EC horror comics? Is that what you're... Like, the EC yeah, horror comics. Yeah. I mean, it's... Drag Me to Hell, Justin Long was in that, and that's a perfect Tales from the Crypt movie. Yeah. And, and, like, that's what this should be going for. It's not. I, it, it is at times, and it's not. Um, but this is... This is a stoner movie in the sense that it's made by somebody who's stoned. Because when you're stoned, like, every 15 minutes you say something interesting. The problem is you ramble for 15 minutes and don't make any sense leading up to that 15 minutes. Yeah. And that's what this movie is. Like, every 15 minutes, like, I got hooked in. I'm like, that's interesting. And then it starts to ramble and not make any sense. And yeah. I just wanted to leave. Like, I do when I'm listening to Stoner's talk. And <laughs> like, I was like, get to, you're going to make a point here. You're going to get to it, but... Like, you're not doing it now. Yeah. So that's kind of how I felt. I still think he has a knack for relationships. It's a bit soap opery in this one, and he doesn't really make any sense in the plot of the movie, but you can see it's still kind of there with the way people talk to each other and treat each other, and I still think he's got a knack for it. The problem is I don't know why it's in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to tell him the movies he should be making, because I I, I think it's awesome. He, like, like I said, he still has a voice with this, but... His voice still shines through with this, and I think it's cool that he's making these movies. The problem is I don't think he's very good at them. Yeah. And I, it's at some point, I don't know. It's like Michael Jordan playing baseball. He's not Michael Jordan of movies. That's an insane <laughs> metaphor. But, it, but, it's, but it's like it's doing something that you're not very good at. At some point, you kind of you kind of kind of throw in the towel, and I, he might do it. He might not. I don't really care. I'll probably watch. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head with the pacing. This movie feels like a slug through a swamp that turns into a bunch of quicksand, <laughs> and then below that quicksand is more quicksand, like worse and quicksand. like a bog, and yeah. like the molten core of the earth. <laughs> it, this movie is like an hour and 40 minutes long, and it feels like seven years, and there were many times where I seriously considered just standing up and walking out. Yeah. And that that doesn't happen often for me. There's often like usually there's something that brings me in. There's something that makes me pay attention, and it just it wasn't there with this one. Um, I think I think everybody in the movie is good at what they do. They're just not given anything worth doing. Mm. Michael Parks is a lot of fun. He's got some really cool okay. moments. He's like, fantastic. Yeah, Michael Parks is really good. Yeah. Yeah, and and Justin Long does kind of like the Justin Long thing, and it's a little bit like a, I don't know. I think it's real, real, real dumb to see a podcaster who's got his head up his own ass so far because, okay, maybe you're making a hundred grand a year on ads, which you're probably not. Right. But. You're a podcaster. I mean, get over yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm a podcaster too, bro, but 
I don't know. I'm not making a hundred grand a year. But anyway, <laughs> it's just it's it's this weird like you're supposed to kind of have some kind of relation to uh, Justin Long, and yet he's the Kevin Smith of podcasting because nobody else makes that kind of money doing that kind yeah. of thing. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, poor Haley Joel Osment still hasn't had his face grow into his head. I'm sorry, that was really mean and pointless. <laughs> I wanted to get it on right now. Pointless like his chin. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what, though? I will say this. I thought he was actually kind of good. Like, no, I, I, he's, he's, no, he's he fine. Was, I actually yeah. kind of liked him in it. I was, I, I was impressed. I liked him, too. Yeah. He's actually he's going to be in a movie called Sex Ed that comes out video on demand on, like, November 7th, and I really want to check it out. So. Yeah, I was I was impressed that, like, a lot of the time when, those ch- like, when a child actor is around for a bit... They just disappear off the face of the earth, and they try to come back. It's not good. Like, yeah. it's a but he, I yeah. It's got a huge forehead, though. <laughs> Did you say it was a five head? I'd say it's a seven head, probably. Mm. But um, no, I think I think this movie has so many elements to it, and he just doesn't see any of them through to the end. He puts it. I mean. It's, yeah. He doesn't even puss out. It's just like he's told, he's such a stoner that he forgot about the threads <laughs> that he started, and he doesn't tie them together in the end. And it's, it sucks because there are things there. Like, yeah, Justin Long's a terrible person, but I don't feel like he gets to learn anything in this movie. Yeah, and 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 I don't think the the relationships that get affected really go anywhere by the end of the movie. And it's it's strange. It's like this move. This movie's like pure. Kevin Smith podcast fan service. This is like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if I made this movie? And then he made the movie, and it's out here now. Yeah. Like, no, he totally made this for his listeners and friends. This no, is not a movie he made for anyone. Which, in a way, is cool, but... In, it's, it's, it's sweet that he can do that. It's sweet that he That's can do totally that. totally awesome. <laughs> the movie's terrible. It's right, not, exactly. It's, it's, no, no, I'm not saying it's okay. No. I'm saying that that's uh, what he did. Yes. Yeah, and I'm also... Yeah, I'm not even saying, like, it's not that cool, like... Like, maybe try at your craft. Yeah. Like, maybe give a shit, a little bit of a shit, Kev. Like, it's... Because it's, it's obviously doesn't... When I meant, what I meant by it, when he pushed out, is there's all these build-up to these horror moments, and he always undercuts them with a joke yeah, in this yeah, movie. Yeah, true. Always, and it's because he can't see it through, because I don't think he has the balls. He yeah. just falls back on it, and it's, it's a real bummer half the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's... And and abs- back to the pacing, like, horror movies like this really need to build. You need to get the momentum going, and then finally that third act, like, this third act could have worked well, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, because it's not supported by the rest of the movie. Mm. Like, it could have built to something really, like, momentous that it wanted to be, but it doesn't, because the whole movie, you're just kind of like falling short of all these little threads and 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 some of the scenes like that first introduction between Justin Long and Michael Parks that you brought up Willie I think is really good and the length of it really makes you be like this is I don't that's why, why are we that still works. here that works that worked really really well except for whenever Justin Long opened his mouth because you're like why are you such an asshole and it didn't make any sense yeah no he was yeah but that that scene worked really well, but it felt like there were, like, ten more scenes that were way longer than they needed to be, and they just killed any kind of, like, unsettling nature of it, because you just get bored of it by the end. Oh, you do. Uh, one thing I wanted to say, too, in regards to, like, the... seeing those, like, seeing those subplots through and those 
My thing is like I don't I don't even care that he didn't see those through. I care that they were there to begin with. Like yeah. those, those are no, a lot of that shit had no place in this movie. Yeah, it really, it really to me it didn't. It can have a place in that. I mean, it can, to, but, but he doesn't. But do, the, in the way yeah. it's presented, it's it just doesn't it's, work. Yeah. yeah. So like it should that like I don't know who edited this movie, but somebody Kevin Smith. Well, then somebody he needs to have somebody <laughs> sitting next to him. Totally. Scott Mosier, I think used to didn't he? Am I wrong on that? Somebody yeah. should be sitting next to him. I, I, somebody needs to be there. And this, this is just, that's just good filmmaking, writing, uh, art, any, anything that you create, you should have somebody take a look at it. And that's my thing is I, I like, if it was just him in the editing room going, all right, this scene's going to stay intact as is, and somebody was standing there like with the job of saying, no, Kevin, don't, and they didn't say, no, Kevin, don't, they should be fucking fired. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. is like, like maybe he and Scott Mosier are just so close nowadays that they're just operating within the same brain, and Scott Mosier could watch it and be like, yeah, that was awesome, dude. Well, they needed Which, third. yeah. And, and it, it, there were a few shots in this movie that I was like, there was one shot when Kevin, or when uh, Justin Long was driving into the gate. Or the gate was opening. There's just this blurry shot. Like, the gate's not in focus, and the headlight's not in focus. Nothing's in focus, and it lingers. <laughs> it's like, this isn't stylish. This is just blur. Like, yeah. no. Yeah. This, why Why is this here? I don't know. And there are edits. There are, like, horrible yeah. edits in this. Like, noticeably horrible the edits. Chops, like- and I'm not a technical... Like master, I don't notice these types yeah. of things a lot of time. It's not something I. But if it's attention. that bad, but if it's that bad, then like then I start to call it out. And, totally. And there are a couple moments when you can see the the, the film like click over almost. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. that that weird that shift. Yeah. yeah. He need and I still think I still think there even you cut out some stuff in this movie with this script that he's wrote, and I still think you can get a good movie out of this. Probably. If you give it to a different director who is harsh enough to come and say, nope, that's not going to be in here. Mm-hmm. Nope, we're going to change that. Like, oh, this isn't working. Oh, this serves no purpose. There's, like, a, germ of a, there's a, like, a germ of a good idea in this movie, and yeah. it does not at all. It's not allowed to flourish. All right, none of us recommend the movie. No. We're going to no. get into spoiler Terry so we can talk about some things. Which might be a little bit more contentious than our thoughts on, on this half of the podcast. We're kind of kind of angry in this one. We'll see. So. We'll see. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> Here we are in spoiler Terry for Tusk. So you guys hated Guy Le Pointe. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You both had the same reaction. <laughs> that character is so bad, Ugh. and I—I. I, that's really really funny. The second the second he shows up on screen, I was like, "Oh, that's neat." It's hey Johnny Depp's in this yeah. movie, but like, oh, I guess we should sec- say, did we say Johnny Depp's in this movie? Johnny Depp's in this. Johnny movie. Depp is in this movie. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. As is his daughter for some reason. His daughter's in this movie. Yeah, she's, she's one, one of the, the yoga hosers. She's one of the clerks. The yep. clerks behind the uh, the two girls oh, okay. behind the counter. They were probably my favorite characters. Yeah, they're kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to be happy for Kevin Smith's next movie, which is both of them with Johnny Depp. I thought so. they, they were the only people I laughed at. There you go. <laughs> it, it's he, like that is the second his character pops up is is the when I was done with the movie. That's funny. It really is. I was done. I was like, I don't like what I'm watching anymore. And he's like, th- you then you have. It, it boggles my mind how this happened. You have like 
a 15 fucking minute long scene of them (laughs) sitting at a diner that then inside of that scene, there's a fucking 10 minute long scene that's even more boring. That's more boring than the one that you were already watching. And then it goes back to the boring scene. So you kind of feel relieved, but then you realize that was boring too. So, and then by the time it gets back to Walrus, I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, I'm done with the movie at this point. It's, it's a solid, like, 20 minutes of absolute pain. I would, yeah. It is. When Alex was describing his, like, circles of quicksand, circles of hell yeah. deal, like, that's how I felt. Yeah. Because you're right, you get out of that seat, and it dumps you even lower into, I swear to you, one of the worst, mov- one of the worst movie scenes I've ever seen. It, Him and Guy Point, Johnny Depp's um, detective character, P.I., I don't remember, and Michael Parks... He's like, I think I met him before. Johnny Depp is like, I think I met him before. Like, that was all sorts of accents. They met him before. That's probably right. his accent. Yeah, probably so. close. Uh, and then they go into this scene where he's on Michael Parks' Porsche in the past. It's just super Family Guy, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but Family Guy, Family Guy at least has a joke in it. Like yeah. this is just them saying. Well, sometimes. <laughs> saying, I mean, you can tell there's an attempt at humor. Okay. This is. Like, them talking about Canadian things like poutine and the Quebec Nordiques, I think. Like, as a hockey team. They're just like, Canada Canada thing. Canada thing. And yeah. I'm just sitting here, first of all, why is this happening? Like, why is this in the movie at all? I and there's, there's, no, there's no moment during the scene when Johnny Depp's like, oh, that's the guy. Like, there's no, like, there's no, like, oh, I see why he thought he was the, like, that no. doesn't even happen, really. No, because afterwards, then he describes, oh, we found That doesn't matter. It's we found no, the dude it, dead it, near the, it, it, no. But that's the thing, is that, the, the okay, I have a problem here because the point of the scene was that he didn't realize that it was him. But that's, that's fine, but he like... He didn't know until like, after. Why did we need the scene? <laughs> oh, we didn't need the okay, scene, okay. but we also didn't need this movie, so... <laughs> because, like, and you're asking the wrong question, Willie. No, 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 because, no, no, but you know what, the, 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 like, the movie could have been good. Yeah. Oh, totally. But the thing Remo- is... But I said to Tim, removing Johnny Depp from this movie would not have made it any better. No. Well, it would have made it shorter, though, so maybe. It would have made it shorter. I don't think it would have raised the quality of the movie by any percentage. I think it would have raised the quality significantly. I truly, truly, honest to God, believe this. I'm not saying you're wrong, because you probably aren't. I'm probably wrong. But... but <laughs> it's a while, well, and it could like, be completely subjective. I think... Which, I mean, I'm not saying you can just pull that, pull everything that he had, because it, would, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Actually, it might be funnier if he just shows up at the end. Yeah. But, well, inexplicably, Johnny Depp's there with a shotgun. That might actually be better. Um, no, I just, be that's, that stuff is, that, that stuff is really, I mean, it, for some reason, I don't know, it, that needs to be cut. It's bad. It's horrible. No, and the whole time he's got this weird, like, accordion music playing in the background of the scene, this weird, like, circus-type music, or like, uh, it's just so bizarre and so unwatchable. I've never seen a scene that bad. And Michael Parks is doing this weird, like, Affected like dumb person kind of impression, sort of, yeah. and they're just hamming it up. And I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing; I was disgusted by it. And the only reason it's in there is because Kevin Smith went, "Oh my god, I got Johnny Depp in my movie. Yeah. I have to use everything that I, I shot." Shoot. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's totally what it is. That's totally what it is. And what else? What else happens in this movie? Well, on the topic of Gila Point, honestly, I probably just would have preferred to see more of him. Just throw out the beginning of the movie and give me more ghee. Because this is the first time I've actually liked Johnny Depp in a movie. Really? Since, I know. Since I... Pirates of the Caribbean. I my brain is on fire right <laughs> now. I know, right? Because I, I said that to Tim. Tim was like, uh, we're going to disagree on this one. <laughs> 
Honestly, like well, you're gonna get your wish because Guy Lapointe is I the know. main character his, in his next film. Him and his him and the Smith's daughter and Depp's daughter that I most assuredly them. will not watch. And that's I'm not gonna watch it either because I just that. don't care. But <laughs> honestly, great. no, like it. To, uh, I that's think crazy. To me. I just I just had fun with how dumb it was because it was just so stupidly overwritten. But the point of it was that it was completely overwritten, and that Guy is just kind of like this guy who's like, and he just keeps talking in circles. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with it, really. And that's honestly that's the only stuff in the movie that I actually kind of like. <laughs> this, is, this is amazing to me because I just like every time I was on screen, I wanted to leave. Like I so I so hated Justin Long's character uh-huh. that I just didn't give a shit. Right. I didn't care at all. And then he put him in this really really ridiculous and, gr- and grotesque walrus costume, which was amazing, by the way. It was that was the part I was talking about being like that walrus costume is stupid. But if you light it correctly, it can come off as kind of gross. It's yeah, not yeah. gross and creepy. It's but it's just it's looking. just straight up like look, we're going to light this from every angle. You're going <laughs> to see how much of a costume it I, really is. I will say I actually like the reveal shot of it though because I was so taken aback by what the fuck I was looking at that like I mean afterwards it looks terrible. But the first shot of it when like he first you first see the full the glorious creation that he's made. Like I was, like, I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like yeah. I didn't ex- for some reason I didn't know what to expect it to look like. Like I knew yeah. he was making a walrus suit yeah. out of people, but I just like when you first see it, I'm like, the hell is that? I mean, it's, it, it's a horrible costume, but it's kind of awesome too. I don't know, kind of liked it. <laughs> well, I want to because the last twenty minutes of this movie actually kind of bummed me. Actually, it's probably the last ten or fifteen minutes once they get once like after the, all the key the points. <laughs> after, it kind of bummed me out because. There is a re- there's also a really good dark silly comedy in here in this because when they're fighting, oh, Michael man. Parks, Michael Parks and Justin Long are both in like wall flesh walrus suits yeah. at the end and they're stabbing each other with their tusk. It, it's I, I, honestly if I wasn't so beaten down by the rest of this movie, I would have laughed my ass off because yeah. it's hysterical and there's a really like great pop song playing in the background. I'm like, oh my god, if you could have captured this tone for the previous hour and twenty minutes, like. Oh, this would have been hilarious and great. Like that's the movie you should be making, but he he can't handle it. Like it's it's the just whole, so all over. The whole theater was laughing during that. It's movie, really. So I mean, it was, it's ridiculous. It's really funny. The, and, him and him, him and uh, Justin Long like in the water together is really creepy too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While Claire Deleuze is playing in the background, yeah, that really was pretty good. Out. But. Yeah, I don't know. I li- I just uh, maybe it's the fact that I used to like really really love Johnny Depp, but I just had a lot of fun sitting there watching him be like, "This movie's really shitty. I'm gonna do whatever I want." Please go right ahead, Johnny Depp, because I don't care about anything that I've watched before this. The scene with him giving them the guns is funny. I actually like yes, that. Yes, that scene. was funny. And the well, that's with, the last ten minutes. And the the shortest <laughs> scene that he's in. The scene with him interacting with the girls behind the counter at the. Uh, he looks so stoned in that scene. He probably is. Yeah. <laughs> he looks. His eyes are just sunken. Like I'm like, whoa. Do you think you, that Kevin Smith just got Johnny Depp really high yeah. and then wait until he fell asleep, put him in costume, and just like pushed him on the set, and that yeah. was what we got. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping that's the story behind. I'm it. guessing Johnny Depp showed up on set with a costume. Probably. And I was like, hey, Kevin, this is what I'm going to do in this movie. And Kevin was like, okay. Hilarious. Boom. This is gold. <laughs> Can't wait but. to get you and Parks together. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a gem. Yeah. Uh, 
And uh, the other stuff, like the the fact, okay, so we don't, Justin Long doesn't learn anything in the end of the movie, really. He starts crying, and, and that means he's a human from what his girlfriend said, and that's what separates them from, from us from animals, or that we can feel things or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> and then for some reason there's this stupid love triangle between the three of them that doesn't even pay off or matter at all. No. Well, that's, and yeah. That shouldn't have been in the movie. Well, yeah. well it, it, or it should have just... I, I think it would have worked in a shorter movie. Yeah. Because, like I said, this is this is a Tales from the Crypt plot. Yeah. stretched out. And, like, that's a total Tales from the Crypt thing. It's the love triangle. The love triangle. And the main character's kind of a dipshit. And then by the end, he gets punished for being a dipshit. Mm. And they always end it with, like, oh, that's what makes us human. And it doesn't really make any sense, but there's enough of it in there. And there is a, enough of it in there, I think. The problem is, you're right, it's so ridiculous that he's a podcaster. Yeah. And he's so high, uh, yeah, high on the hog. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it took home a hundred grand last year. <laughs> yeah. They could have made him a stand-up comedian and it would have made more sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, that would have been... But no, he had to be a failed stand-up comedian who turn, became a turn podcaster. And that's when he struck gold. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, the podcasting thing is very strange to me. Like that's, it's that's clearly a choice that's made because Kevin Smith loves podcasts. Well, yeah. the hook of it still kind of works though. The the hook of the show of him traveling to these strange. Oh places. yeah, I'm like no, yeah, that. I, like I would actually listen to that yeah. show. Like yeah. I would listen to a show where a dude traveled around and then told his buddy about the weird people he met. Yes, I would. I would. Li- I like. I'm not going to do it, but I'd listen to it. Yeah. Um, probably not going to do it because of this movie. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't want to get turned into a walrus. I don't know. I. That's weird to me. You're throwing me off off my game here, Alex. I honestly, like, like, no. I, I mean, it's, it's, I think by the point that it comes in the movie, I was just so disinterested in everything that came before it that to have somebody who was just hamming it up and being absolutely ridiculous, I was like, thank God, I have something to look at now. Yeah, <laughs> I was just staring at his nose, trying to figure out where the prosthesis started and ended. <laughs> like it. I I don't know. I just I enjoyed it, and I can't I can't really honestly. I might sit down and watch it, and be like, yeah, wow, this is really really stupid. Yeah, just being like, if I just started the movie there and didn't have to suffer through the first hour. So you think maybe, you were basically beat delirious? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, but I I I honestly I think Johnny Depp was probably my favorite part about this movie. Interesting, because the uh, rest of the movie I actually liked. Yeah, it's I mean. Like we've said, there's some great seeds there, but they're all completely wasted. Mm, So the fact that there's this really nonsensical character in the middle of it that doesn't have anything to do with anything, really, I I kind of enjoyed it. Fair enough. But... Where's where's my Beatles joke, though? I've heard other people say this. Where's, like, the Eye on the Walrus joke in this movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he decided not to go for the easy He's, joke. Oh, he yeah. went for the non-existent jokes. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he preferred the jokes that weren't funny. Not funny jokes. <laughs> there, there was there was one aspect of this movie that I kind of like that's been done elsewhere before, maybe in more structured areas. But I liked kind of the idea that when you were shown parts of the movie that had already transpired, that you see that he was hiding something in the editing. Like, yeah, where you, you missed a you missed part of the scene earlier, and then they go back and yeah, like like they're kind of going back to fill in what they're about to talk about or what they just talked about. Especially like you see his interaction with the girls a little bit more, mm-hmm. and it kind of informs that scene mm-hmm. a little bit. And you're like, okay, that's kind of why they reacted like that, or well, things well, like things. I like did that. like that. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting and it was cool, but you know, it's so this movie's so inconsequential that it's like yeah. I don't want to give it any credit for that. 
I, I don't want to get too deep here with with Tusk, but I liked that too, and I, I thought it was. I thought the the purpose behind it was showing that, like he was like Justin Long's character was starting to kind of come to terms with the fact that he's a he's a dick. Yeah. Like his girlfriend was right, and so he's remembering coming some of because like usually when there's something added back into those scenes, there's only three or four of them, but it's usually him being a dick to somebody. Yeah, and I kind of like that because I was like, okay, he's clearly like it, to me it was like this is when he's passed out remembering something that happened or whatever. I yeah, like that. And that yeah, and that's the bad thing about this. Like there is interesting stuff like that in it, but you, you forget about it because yeah, the the dots don't get connected and it just doesn't. The relationship stuff is stupid. Um, the, it's not great. But I really, really, and maybe it's just the actress I thought did a good job. I liked the scene where she was talking to the camera and crying. Yeah. Like, that was that was pretty crazy. And like yeah. I went, like I said, like I was sitting there going, like, "Whoa, Kevin Smith! Like maybe you should try to make a movie like this." Like, yeah. Um, if he could just focus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that scene's really good, and there are good scenes. Um, I want to go back to the uh, scene with Michael Parks and Justin Long when they first meet, because I think that's kind of the problem with the movie too. Is Michael Parks gives a dark, funny, like, kind of brilliant performance at times. Like, it's really good. And Justin Long is kind of hamming it up on the other. Absolutely, yeah. And when you... And it's okay if those are, like, separate, but that's just kind of the movie in a nutshell is it's all over the place. And they're doing it in the same scene, and it's just... It doesn't mesh at all. It just doesn't work. And then he starts making walrus dick jokes, and he's just like, that, was, that was weird. Yeah, I almost you almost wonder if I mean he spent so much of his early career making movies with his friends, and you can say anything to your friends. You like you are hamming it up. You need to tone it down. Like and then you don't have to worry about it. Like you almost wonder if he's you never quite learned how to like tell actors that they're not doing what he wants them to do. No, he totally. You know, you know what I'm saying? Though? No, like, I, I mean I think it's more the problem that he just wants the actors to do things that I don't make think- sense to us. You know, yeah, maybe. I don't. I mean, I, I guess I'd, I'd heard some stories about Cop Out. And that that's what I was. Going that's true too. He did yeah. nothing to keep. Uh, but that's all. Like, there's so much he should. He said. She said on that that. And Bruce Willis has been known to be kind of. But like even a, if he is, to me though, you get you can get a. Here's a, if you're a director with a vision and like a set of balls, you can tell Bruce Willis like, why don't you knock it off? Like, people have gotten good performances in the past. Oh no, like, he should. No, he should. He do should that. do that. Well, I'm He's the director. If that's the problem is that no. he, he doesn't yeah. have. He doesn't. He doesn't want to like piss people off. I maybe. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's just too nice. I don't. I don't know. No, I think that is. I think that's. Uh, that could probably, be it. I think that's probably why Johnny Depp was allowed to run roughshod. Yeah. yeah because. But who cares? Like Alex said, because <laughs> it didn't matter. It's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. We, on, on the topic of the the Justin Long Michael Parks scene, the weird thing about it is that you have Justin Long being really crass and just like saying whatever comes out of it, like, blah, blah, blah. And Michael Parks kind of reacts to it, like, oh, you know, look at the look at the liberties that your generation has afforded. I'm yeah. like, I don't know a single person that acts like Justin Long does in this scene. Right. I mean, I suppose I know one or two people, but my generation still thinks of those people as assholes and right. idiots and do yeah. not, like, it's not, that's not, it's, that's why it's so strange is that Michael Parks is reacting to it in a way that makes us kind of like no that's not he's not okay like Justin Long is not acting in a way like I don't know I, yeah and, and making Justin Long's character such a dick I think is it's not it's not to the point where they, they want you to root for Michael Parks clearly but yeah. like I think it's so that like when he does horrible things to Justin Long you're not like 
overly sympathetic. Exactly. You know? But which which but it can be done smarter than that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I think I think I don't know. I think there's ways that you can make a character less sympathetic when horrible things are happening to them without making them a total crass, disgusting, yeah. you know, like any phallic symbol he touches he has to like jerk off or something because yeah. he keeps doing that throughout the movie. I don't know. I know this is a I'm glad Alex brought this up because this is a problem I have with a lot of post um like Jane Silent Bob, Kevin Smith movies. Is he somewhere he always had kind of stylized dialogue, even in his early movies, but they were still it was stylized in a way that like lower to middle class people talked. Mm-hmm. Like and I think somewhere along the way he forgot how people talk to each other because this isn't how people talk most of the time in this movie. He writes like how people on message boards talk. <laughs> like he writes like a guy who hasn't been outside the house much lately. Yeah. And it's Twitter trolls. Exactly. And he and that's that's kind of how all his movies have been since kind of that Jersey Girl and then post that. And it's bothered me because he used to be really good at it. Like people yeah. in clerks kind of talk like slackers. And yeah. Like they kind of talk like people I know. And, and mm-hmm. the people in clerks too, I don't know who talks like these people. Really. <laughs> I mean, they're all, they're mostly go on, yeah, weird yeah. diatribe. I know one person who talks like that. One, uh, any final? No. Okay, no, I thought I stepped on you. You're good. Um, the one last thing that I wanted to bring up, the whole idea that there was this new Star Wars kid type thing who ended up killing himself because <laughs> of all the popular... Like, uh, talk about losing a thread. Like, that... Yeah. Like, uh, that's And that, that's a part of, like, oh, man, Justin Long's an asshole because he made... Like, he put this video out there and now everybody's harping on this kid. But it doesn't get touched... At all, and it's just like why? Like wh- I don't know. This movie's also bad, it was guys. like the worst CG ever. It wasn't funny oh, either. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's like such a, a dated reference. Like Arrested yeah. Development made that reference in season one. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, it was a bad call. Yeah. yeah. And like it, it needed to be like I don't know, should have been like an AL, ALS ice bucket challenge. <laughs> 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 I don't know. It's so shoddy. You could have done it. You could have shot it and thrown yeah, it in there. That's true. Yeah. All right. I think that's going to be it for this episode of the Midwest Film Nerds podcast. Um, <laughs> next week, I think we're talking the Equalizer. Are we going to be talking dad movies? Dad movies and the Equalizer. All right. I think that's going to happen. What well, we were seeing the Equalizer is that what we're doing? I, oh, we're. I just zoned out. I'm sorry. What yeah, that's oh, what's happening. We're seeing the Equalizer, Willie. Tim, Tim, Tim's making it happen. Tim's taking the reins. I hate you, Tim. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sure it will be a big letdown after Tusk. <laughs> I'd rather watch Tusk, Tim. Oh, what? Man. This is, is this, isn't this Antoine Fuqua? Yeah, I like him when he does medieval stuff. Like, King Oh, he's going to get medieval. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dated references, boy, that's a Pulp Fiction, son. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> Alright, uh, as always, you can email us, feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Let us know what you thought about the show or the movies that we talk about or any of that good stuff. Find us on Twitter at MFN Podcast or Instagram at that same handle. Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on Facebook and uh, go to MidwestFilmNerds.com for all of our previous episodes and full show notes. Uh, give us a call to 487-335-MFN, which is 487 And uh, Kyle X-Y, go watch a movie. <laughs>